All right, everyone, welcome back to OK Shred. I'm your host, Matthias Carlson, and in, in this episode today, uh, we're going to be talking about all the ski hills I've skied at. Now, I know in my last episode, I said, uh, and um, a lot. So we are going to try not to do that today. I Literally, in this past sentence, I was fighting to not do that. There's two places I... Anyway, this is going to be hard, but we're going to get through it. So, yeah, the ski hills I have skied at. Now, I haven't been all over BC, but I've skied quite a few uh, mountains um, myself. And lots of people, they've only skied at one ski hill um, their entire life. Or may maybe like two because they moved or something. But I've been around. Um... So we're just going to be going through all the ones I skied at. Um, I, I don't know if we're going to make um, a list. Oh my word, I did it. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm saying um. This is, this is so hard to train myself not to. But anyway, I don't know if we're going to make a tier list or if I'm just going to throw a random ski hill out there and talk about it and then rate it. I don't know if I'm going to, you know, this is number one, this is number two, this is number three. I mean, maybe I will. Yeah, I think I think that's what we're going to do. So, I guess in last place, <laughs> um, still still a great mountain for what it is, but uh, Timothy Mountain. Um, this ski hill is in uh, is close to 100 Mile House, uh, a little bit up north-ish in BC. It is. It's a pretty good ski hill. It it has good snow, but it is really small. It's it's one of those more locally mountains. You heard um, me talk about Harper in my last um, episode. It feels a lot like Harper, except it's as far behind as Harper is in newer technology. It's just slightly. Um, more behind than Harper. It's it's chairlift. It's a it's a double chair. Um, most of these big resorts um, have at they at least have a high speed quad. Every resort, like big resort, if all else, they will definitely have a high speed quad. They usually have uh, like a high speed. Um, a six-person chair, I guess. I, I've seen nine-person chairs, but those are kind of rare. Um, but Timothy, um, oh my word, <laughs> Do, doing it again, guys. This is hard. Anyway, Timothy, like I wouldn't mind their double chair as much if um. They had a uh, footrest, which they don't. They don't have a footrest, which it gets really annoying because you'll be sitting on the chair and your legs will go numb. And it won't matter in the beginning of the day, but towards the end of the day, like if you're going hard, that really gets annoying. Like it'll really start to hurt your legs. As far as the runs go, 
it's it's definitely a more family oriented resort and when resorts are family oriented well it's not a resort it's hill i guess when hills are family oriented uh like timothy and harper is um slightly as well they tend to stick away from having these hard runs like the black diamonds and the double black diamonds and most definitely they will not have a pro line um some of these big re resorts don't even have uh, pro lines. Timothy's Park is pretty much non-existent. When I was there in the um, winter of 2020 to 2021, it had one jump and it was not built that well, like at all. It, I, I don't know, when I went off it, like it really bucked me sideways. I almost crashed off of that jump but because it's up north a little bit um i don't know if uh you guys really know bc that well but it's uh two hours from kamloops and kamloops is two hours from the okanagan um kamloops has some great ski hills it has two ski hills and i like them both and i'll talk about them later in this episode so it's it's not as up north as uh, Fort St. John, That's, um, but it, it's, it's up there. So it does have good snow, which is, which is really nice because you can get past the um, double chairlift without a leg rest and the limited services and the limited park because of the snow. They'll usually have more soft days. I, I'm not. I'm not sure about deep, but it'll definitely be soft, which is really nice. You don't want to have icy hard days, especially when you're going down like black diamonds. But Timothy doesn't really have them, so it doesn't matter. But if they did have black diamonds, it would be great because soft snow makes these steeper stuff easier. Um, coming in in front of Timothy is going to be Harper Mountain. I skied at Harper Mountain for a number of years. Um, I only went to Timothy once. Um, you can kind of get a gist of the mountain from skiing there once or twice, maybe three times. The more you ski, the more you'll be able to tell if a mountain's good, like the lesser you go. Like if you don't ski a lot and you go somewhere, you're trying to progress as a skier. I mean, we all are trying to progress as a skier, but if you're far along enough in your skiing that you can, at a pretty decent pace, go down a double black diamond, that that's where a lot of um, people are at who've been skiing for multiple years. And that, that's, that's kind of the baseline. So, like, if you're a new skier, that's where you want to get to, basically. And once you're able to comfortably go down a double black diamond then you can take your skiing from there if you want to you know do tricks or big cliffs or stuff like that but anyway um harper mountain um it is it's in kamloops uh bc so it's not as far north as um timothy and hunter mile house and in kamloops it's it's pretty low um i think maybe it's around a thousand feet like from sea level so their snow is not that good they'll have some usually when i skied there it would be about 
two or maybe three days, if you were lucky, of powder days. Um, probably around seven, like, soft days. And not, like, in a row. Like, I would go every Saturday. So seven-ish weeks, maybe less, of soft snow. But you're going to be getting a lot of either soft snow but there's not a lot of it early season and then uh, later in the season you will get hard snow and there's enough of it that you're not like scraping your skis but it's just so hard and it's not enjoyable but you know I kind of raved about it in my last episode it the family feel of it is definitely better than Timothy's uh, Timothy's Lodge is actually pretty nice, um, and it makes it feel more like t- it makes Timothy feel more like a big resort when you're in a lodge, at least. But when you're like when you're in the lodge um, at Timothy, you feel as if it's got all these nice services, but then it doesn't. And at Harper, it's more of a family feel, and you can tell it's like ah. This is what this place is. It's it's a small lodge uh, with a fireplace and the world's best cinnamon buns. And the Gatorade just tastes better there. Its family aspect makes it a real great mountain in some ways. If you're just going for snow, then that's not the place for you. But it is a lot cheaper than the other ski hill in Canlips, and we'll talk about that. Um, like hundreds of dollars cheaper for a season's pass, I'm saying. Which is which is nice. Like the reason why I went there is because I could not afford a pass to Sun Peaks, and I could still go skiing every weekend at Harper. Uh, it does have black diamonds. And uh, I talked about it in the last episode. It's uh, double black diamond should be a single black. And one of their black diamonds uh, called... Oh, shoot. What is it called? Spillway. It's called Spillway. Uh, it should definitely be a blue. It is um, all maybe not a green, but getting close to a green. And some of their blue runs, like should definitely be a green but it's still fun i can actually have lots of fun um there's this one run there called big bend it is really fun because you do it enough you get to know it it's it's really it's pretty awesome uh the park there is uh definitely a lot better than timothy's that's for sure uh what do they got there i mean they got their jumps. That's one thing Harper needs to work on is building their jumps. I feel as if they don't really know how to build their jumps. And, well, it's just their landings are really rough, you know. And especially uh, their large jump. It, uh, oh, my word. <laughs> the uh, It's because I'm trying to, like, you know, put together a thought as I'm speaking it. Their large jump, you can you have to go pretty quick to clear um, it to make it to the landing, but the landing's super small. 
So you have to be hitting at just the right speed to land in the pocket. Otherwise, you will shatter your ankles. Their rails there, their rails are good. Uh, not really plentiful. Um, I'm not really a, a like a park guy. I, I don't like to do rails or anything. Um, I, I'd hit up the boxes. Uh, there was some like big PVC pipe kind of things. I would do that and try to get sideways just to practice. You know, it, it is what it is. It's it's a pretty solid mountain. Um, you can definitely complain about it, but there's lots to love. And so that's why it's not too high on our list is because when you get down to the nitty gritty, it's just, it's, it's not there. Uh, yeah, nothing else really to say about Harper. It's, it's a solid choice. You can have fun there with friends. But when you get down to snow, their chairlift, I didn't talk about their chairlift. Um, it is a triple chair, um, but it does have foot rests, which is really nice. Um, as you, I don't know, the more you ski, the more you will realize that you love foot rests. So coming in at number three is a hill called Apex. Uh, this hill is in Penticton. It is in the Okanagan. It's a great hill. It does have a high-speed quad, which is nice. It's getting up there in technology. It has it has three, three or four parks, which is really cool. I like how they did that aspect of you know variety. I guess you can. I don't know if it's separated based off of like features like the difficulty i guess like you know this park has bigger f features i've been there twice and i i can't really remember but i just know that was cool i think it's around three or four more confident it's three but it might be four the high speed quad is really nice it has a foot rest and it's a little bit higher it's it's higher than harper that's for sure so it does get pretty good snow, but it's not as high as some of the resorts I'm going to mention, which, you know, it causes the season to be a little bit shorter. Not as short as Harper. I believe Timothy does have a longer season than Harper just because it's in northern BC a little bit. Apex? It's it's a really mogul-y uh, hill. If you don't know how to ski moles, moguls well... If you don't know what moguls are, they're basically these little bumps in the snow um, because the way people ski, they kind of, they do turns and it's called carving, right? So when you do that, you kind of, you ski around these humps and eventually, uh, you know, the humps get uh, pretty big. At Apex, I I've seen moguls around knee height, definitely lower. Um, I've seen at other places like waist-high moguls, which is absolutely terrifying. I hate skiing them. I'm not good at skiing moguls because I skied at Harper uh, for so many years. And they didn't really get mogul-y days at all or moguls in the snow because they tried to groom them out. So, yeah, I never really had that experience. But 
you know, I can still do them, and I can tell you I don't like them. <laughs> uh, Apex, they have this really cool section. I, I believe it's called the Bowls. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, there will be people who, uh, I, like, I, I know people, I mean, who go there, and they'll probably be able to correct me. But the Bowls is really cool because it's a triple chair um, all the way out there. They have, Apex has a T-bar. Uh, the high-speed quad and a triple chair. I forgot to mention. Harper has a triple chair and a T-bar. And Timothy has a triple chair. And I think they might have a T-bar. I'm not quite sure. Anyway. Uh, the bowls, the back bowls, I guess they're called. It's really cool because it goes so far away from the resort that you feel like it's lift access backcountry skiing. Just because the runs are really steep, really gnarly, like lots of fun. They are mogul for sure, so they they are pretty tough. But it's just really cool. And it's just, it feels different, because you know you're at a ski hill, but there's not a lot of people out there, so it's like, wow, you know. It's, it feels somewhat exclusive, which is really cool. They it is, a, it is more of a resort than the other two mountains. They They do have, like, cabins and chalets you can rent. They have like multiple lodges and restaurants and stuff for you to eat when you're skiing, which is cool. It is, it yeah, it definitely pulls in a little bit more money than Harper or Timothy. It, when I go there, I don't get the family-oriented vibe as much, but like it's still, it's got the small ski hill vibe to it. And I know it sounds really weird, you know, vibe, but if you ski and you go to these places, you'll understand what I mean. You know, you, you can, when you go to a family-oriented hill, you can kind of just tell it's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it is what it is because of what it is, and that makes literally no sense, but you'll understand it if you go to these places. But the small ski hill uh, kind of vibe is... It's just a bunch of, like, you know, just a bunch of homies, just a bunch of friends out there, all just tearing it up for fun. Even though, like, you might not even talk to half the people there, you can just tell, you know, everyone's just like, you know, they're, they're just chill. And, which is, it's just really cool to see and to kind of feel. And that's what the small ski hill kind of vibe is. It's just... You know, you feel like you're all just a bunch of homies just out there tearing it up, which is really cool. You you do feel uh, that at Harper if you get with – if you uh, are around the right people, if you know what I mean. Because there are definitely families there that will make you think, yes, it's a family hill. Same, same with Timothy as well. But, um, you know, if you're hitting the blacks and stuff and you'll – if you go there a lot like I did, you know, you'll meet some of the regulars and that's where it feels like it's just a bunch of homies just chilling, tearing it up, you know, sending and all that. Apex, I would definitely, I, I would, as much as I enjoyed Har Harper, I would choose Apex over Harper just because it, it's, it, it's a slightly nicer facility. And it has nicer snow. I just, I do really, one thing, one complaint I will always have about it. 
because I, I went, they had night skiing there. And sometimes my dad, when I was younger, when we lived in Summerland uh, for like grade three, four and five, uh, my dad, we would go night skiing there. But the T-bar there, they are really weird about the T-bar. And I, I will say this until I die. I, I don't, it doesn't even make sense. Usually when you're on a T-bar, you get to the top, you just chuck it away. And it goes up. I don't know what they want you to do there. And it really makes no sense. But they get really mad at you if you just like put the T-bar off of you and let it you know, go back up. It, it, it wants you to have the thing go around or something. I don't know. It's really weird. And I, I don't like it. And that will always be a complaint I'll have about it. Now, luckily for me, I'm not really skiing the T-bar. And if I was to have a season's pass there, and I did ski the T-bar, uh, I would probably do what I uh, normally do. And if I get kicked off the mountain, I really don't care, because that's just the weirdest policy ever. Like, it, it's really weird. So don't ski the T-bar at Apex. Honestly, now that I'm recalling it, I wonder if I should put it lower. Because it is just really weird, and they get really mad at you. Like, they got every single time. They get really mad at me. And obviously, they don't recognize me. I'm really debating putting it lower now. It's the snow and its size and the high-speed quad that's keep that's making me want to keep it up. But man, they're weird about that. And it's just really confusing. Like, I don't know. You don't, it's not, you don't have to ski the T-bar uh, when you're there, unless you want to go night skiing. So then don't go night skiing. So, yeah, I guess don't go night skiing at Apex and don't use the T-bar, but otherwise it's a good mountain and it makes our number three. I definitely hope I ski somewhere else so I can replace it as number three. Man, recalling all those memories of getting yelled at for no reason. Yeah, I really hope this gets replaced in this winter. I mean, it's such a stupid rule. Here, hold on. I'm... Okay, so I couldn't find uh, that T-bar rule on their website or anything. It's just really weird. But looking back, the snow is pretty good. The rest of the hill is pretty good. So I don't hope as bad that it gets replaced as number three but there are definitely better mountains out there and i really hope to go to revelstoke this winter and i hope it takes number one when we uh rate ski hills again later in the year i oh man i i'm really stoked for revelstoke maybe that maybe that's the point as a joke i always called it reveal stoke maybe maybe that's the point it's they reveal stoke within you hmm what an interesting thought. I think that yeah, that's probably why they named it Reveal Stoke or Revel Stoke. It's probably the proper pronunciation. And they came there to mine gold or something a hundred years ago. They were like, you know, there was some guy who had a pair of skis and goes, yo, I'm kind of stoked to ski here. This place just reveals some stoke. But because, like, as you know, they couldn't spell as good back then. He, he's, yeah, he spelled reveal wrong, and that's why we call it Revelstoke. Yeah, okay, um, crack that case, pretty good. Spot on. Anyway, on to our number two.
Now, for this episode here and this list here, number one and number two, this was really hard because I've, I skied a solid year at one of these mountains. And then because the other mountain is really expensive, I went every other week. Or there would be some some like a period where I'd go once a week, but then stop for a week, then go every other week or something like that. So number two, mm. we're going to give number two to Big White. And that is the mountain I'm skiing at uh, this year. That's the mountain I got a pass for this year. It, it does, it, it has all the right qualities to be number one, but they mess up in one area and that's their traffic management and their lift line waiting times. So I guess let's just talk about the mountain first uh, before we get into uh, the problems it has. Big White um, is a pretty big resort. It's They say it's the number one rated family resort um, but you hear me talk about family resorts and you're like, oh, I mean, yeah, so it has no double blacks or like what? I I kind of think that's a self-given title as number one family resort because it's the exact same like resort rise as, well, no, it's worse than Whistler. Like Whistler is a full on town. Like, because when you go skiing at Whistler, I believe the mountain you're skiing at is called Blackcomb. So I don't, I, like, I think on your season's pass, you know, it'll say Whistler Blackcomb. But, like, there's the town Whistler. And then, like, the mountain Blackcomb. So, and Big White does have a town. Um, and it does have a school. Which, would that not be so lit? Going, like, their PE class is skiing. Could you imagine skiing to school? Could you imagine hitting up a park lap right before school starts? Oh my word, I, I want to move there. It's so bad. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure Sun Peaks has a school as well. But that would just be so sick. Just, you know, smashing a huge line. Anyway, sorry, excuse me. Um, Whistler, I, I would think, definitely would take the cake for a family resort because it's a town. Like, You can't really get more family-oriented than having like grocery stores and everything, which Big White does have a grocery store, but my word, you better be prepared to pay like $7 for milk. Like, holy cow, it's expensive. Anyway... It, uh, Big White has, it has like three double blacks. Oh, shoot. Oh, my word. I totally forgot about another ski hill I skied at. Okay, Big White is number two. Next, we're going to talk. Oh, let's go. That means Apex doesn't have to be number three. That means Apex can be number four. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay, so basically, Big White's going to be number two. Keep that in mind. Where this other mountain, we're going to is going to be number three, and Apex is going to take the number four spot. Anyway, Big White has three double blacks. There's another ski hill close to it called Silver Star. 
that has more. And so lots of people will say that's why Silver Star is better. Personally, I don't ski lots of double blacks. I'm, I don't find them that fun because they are pretty challenging. But there is one double black at Big White called the Cliff. And when you want to talk about lift access backcountry skiing, the Cliff is that. The Cliff is steep. It always has good snow because it's never open when it doesn't have good snow because you could get like really hurt. Yeah, but it, it the cliff is so lit. Like if you go to Big White and just pray the cliff is open so that you can ski the cliff. Big White, they do have lots of easy runs though. Uh which I guess does make it good for families. That that's true. There's this one run called uh, Sirwa's Salute. Oh, man, I'm saying uh again. <laughs> Bear with me, guys. It's called Sirwa's Salute. It's really fun. I skied it a lot uh, when I was younger because when I lived in Summerland, that's actually where I went because we have, you know, we have connections there for, for some stuff, that, but that's not important. So I, I skied there a lot. I basically learned to ski on Sir Salute. Well, I learned to ski on Big White's Bunny Hill, then Sir Salute. That's not the point. Anyway, there's this one section of Big White called Gem Lake. And Gem Lake is the size of Harper. So I could ski at Gem Lake and be completely satisfied because it has great snow fantastic runs does not have a lot of blue runs it's mostly black blacks there which is really which is really cool because they're all really fun but then you have the rest of the mountain as like an added bonus which is so cool so i'm going to really enjoy skiing there but if you came from a big resort like whistler or sun peaks or any other kind of big resorts like that you would just think Big White's average. So if you come from skiing a smaller ski hill, like Apex, Harper, Timothy, oh, there was another mountain on the west side in West Kelowna. I forget what it's called. Yeah, Crystal Mountain. My dad skied there. If you came from a mountain like that, Crystal Mountain's a lot like Harper and Timothy. If you came from these smaller mountains, you would really appreciate Big White. But if you came from a big mountain you'd think it's average their snow is great their season lasts nice and long their park it's called the telus park i think it might be sponsored by telus or something i don't know i don't have good service when i'm there <laughs> yeah i don't know the park the park's good it has huge jumps our, our number one spot has bigger jumps though which is really cool park it's just it's really solid like and the jumps are built really well that's the one thing i i noticed built some of them are built a little better even than our number one spot which is you know it says something about both of them which is kind of cool but now on to big white's main problem their traffic management and their lift line waiting times it's insane i don't get why you at uh, Sun Peaks, you could have the same amount of people in the lineup, and yet somehow the line will only last for five minutes. Whereas at Big White, it can last for 20 to 30 minutes, 
which is why you go over to Gem Lake because there is nobody at Gem Lake. I don't know why. Like, it's such a good part of the hill, but just nobody's there. If you were to do laps only off of the main chairlifts, you could probably get eight done in a day. If you, um, what I like to do when I go there is I, I will rotate through the whole mountain. So I'll start off at what's called the bullet chair, do one, two laps there, make my way down to the main chair, do one, two, three laps there, make my way over to Gem Lake, one, two, three laps there. So that's already like eight. That's already eight. And then you make your way down to the main chair again. You do about one lap there. You go over to, to the bullet again. Uh, one lap there. You go to the cliff. Usually three or four laps there. So yeah, you're, you're getting up there in the laps. Usually around that time, though, it's time to head back. There's another section called the Black Forest. It's pretty average. Small. Nothing really crazy. Lots of blue runs. So it's nice and easy, which is kind of cool. But it, it, lots of people, they don't rotate like I do. And so these lineups just get so ridiculously long. And that can really ruin the hill, which is why number one is where it is, is because when you look at number one and big white, because we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about number three after. So it kind of gives you the suspense. When you look at number one and big white, they are a, really the same. They're not 100% the same, but they're really similar. But the reason why Big White is at 2 is because of its lineups. I think, I know they're working on it, but it just, I don't know, they didn't work on it early enough or something, and it is the way it is now. But if you rotate enough, or if you only ski at Gem Lake, I'm not saying like only, only, but if you spend a lot of time at Gem Lake, you will have a fantastic time, and you'll have small lift lineups. The one thing also, Big White rocks, just tons of rocks. So early season, you're going to want rock skis, which is really hard for people because not a lot of people own two pairs of skis. The only reason why I have rock skis is because I bought my new skis. So I'm going to use my old skis, and I'm just going to bash them up. doesn't matter if they're scratched, gouge. I don't care, which is nice about rock skis, right? Because you can just ski early season. Obviously, you avoid rocks, but if, you know, oh, you, like, you don't freak out. Before I got my new skis and I had my other skis, if I went over a rock, it would, like, just make my leg feel weak, right? Because it's like, ugh. So, yeah, big, big white. Big White's a solid hill. The snow is really solid. The cliff, the, the cliff is really good too. Now we're going to talk about number three, our number three spot, Silver Star. Silver Star is in Vernon. That is the hill that makes our number three. Not Apex. Apex is number four. Knew I was forgetting something. Silver Star, great hill. Honestly, there is not a lot of complaints except for it's a little lower in elevation, so slightly shorter season. It's got a backside and a front side, so on the same mountain, you basically get double the skiing, which is really cool. It's it's not as expensive as Big White, or, or close to the same price, maybe a little bit cheaper. Um, lift lineups are non-existent. The snow is just good. It's just a solid hill. 
there's like you can't really complain about it. it's just it's literally a solid hill like if if i was to you know just find out one day oh we're going to silver star sick like it's just yeah nice it like it's just it's just a solid hill it's just it's it's kind of like the rock you know it's just always in your corner you know it's just a solid rock it, it's all its chairs are i believe they're all quads uh, they all have footrests, which is really important. Their park, uh, their park, the park's just good. Their jumps are good. Um, they don't have as much rails. It's a little bit of a smaller park, but it's it's just it's just fun. It's just a solid hill. There is no real complaints. And I mean, although the one thing it doesn't have really anything unique except for the backside, which is actually pretty cool. When I went to to Silver Star, it was later in the season, so the snow wasn't like great. So I would probably have better things to say about it if I went during peak season, which is just fine. It's whatever. But I, I've I've gone once before when I was not that good at skiing, but I I do remember the snow was good, and that was whoops, that was peak season. But I don't really remember. I just I know it's just. It's just a hill you can't really complain about. Like, the only complaint is that its season doesn't last that long, but that's it. Which is, like, really dope. Yeah, you just, you can't really say anything good or bad about it. It's just that kind of hill. I mean, I guess, like, really, it's just, it, it has non-existent lift lines. And the snow is better than Harper and Apex. So... It's just a good hill, and it it deserves the number three because it's just a little bit bigger and it's just solid. Like the fact that you can't complain about it gives it number three. The reason why Big White has number two over Silver Star, in my opinion, is just the snow. Big White's a little more plentiful, and Big White's higher in elevation. But I think next year I might. It it really depends. If I have my own vehicle, I'll probably get a pass to Silver Star because I can drive myself there. But if I don't, then I'll go Big White again. And I'm fine with both. So just, just to recap everything we've got going on so far. Um, in 6th is Timothy. In 5th is Harper Mountain. In 4th is Apex. In 3rd is Silver Star. In second is Big White. And in first, what have you guys all been waiting for? In first is Sun Peaks. Now, Sun Peaks is the second largest ski area in in BC. I know for sure BC, but I'm pretty sure in Canada. I'm not quite sure, though. Those East Coast hills are just super whack because they're the most boringest things ever. Like they don't ever have pow days. And if they do, it's super rare. It's always hard, icy snow. I mean, they're like, there's enough of this hard, icy snow that you're not hitting rocks, but East coast ski hills suck. The West coast is just, it's just, it's just perfect. So sun peaks, it's just huge. There's just so much to do. Like, I mean, you get there, you know, you have your pass and you can, you just 
I think there's two or three, there's three chairlifts that you can decide to go on first. And then there's these chairlifts, you know, halfway up the mountain. And so how Sun Peaks works is say you're driving into the mountain, you're on the main road, you'll have the main part of the mountain on your left side, but then on the right side, I think it's called Mount Morsi. Because a while ago, it used to be two ski hills. It used to be Todd Mountain and Morsi. I think. Or am I getting confused? I, I really don't. I'm pretty sure it's like that. But anyway, so it's called Sun Peaks. It's got three peaks. I don't know what all the peaks are called. But there's just so much to do there. Like to fully experience the hill. And I'd say with Big White too. But you need to be there for at least two, three-ish days. Sun Peaks always has good snow. And for for having something over Big White, its hills are just uh, like grass, like pastures, which is really nice because that means you don't have to you know be on edge about rocks as much. Uh, one thing definitely has over Big White is its lift times for the same amount of people would be like five minutes long versus like half an hour at Big White, which is super cool. I, I like, it's just, I don't get how they can move their traffic along so easily, but it's just sick. Now their park is, I mean, it's immaculate. It has plenty of huge jumps, rails, a half pipe, and on one side of the half pipe, there's a quarter pipe. And one time I was skiing, I was just going, I was going to plan to jump up onto the flat part and then drop in the half pipe. So I went up the quarter pipe, but I went up so high, I landed on the backside of the half pipe and skied it out, which is totally by accident, but it was really fun. But anyway, they have like these Olympic sized ski jumps that are just massive. I th I've hit one once, it was huge. Um, and like kind of scary. I was like a lot younger. I think I would. Sorry. I think I would hit it. I would hit another one now for sure. But yeah, their, their park is just solid. They do technically have like two parks, but not really like the second park is just some little side thing on the side of a run. But their runs are really unique. They have like literally everything. Like double blacks, blacks, blues, greens, everything. It's Sun Peaks is quite an amazing mountain. And there's like their snow is just always good. Now, like I mentioned before, I hope to go to Revelstoke and I hope it takes the number one spot. I've been to Revelstoke to do their like mountain coaster thing twice. And it's it's not that big of a mountain, but I know Revel Stokes Snow, Reveal Stokes Snow is legendary. Especially for like snowmobiling. It is world renowned snowmobiling. Well, I don't know about world renowned, but definitely getting up there for the best snowmobiling in North America. And that's just not that's not just my opinion. I have like heard lots of people from the states who are like oh man we get to go to revelstoke and they're and, like you know they're just stoked about it it has revealed stoke so i do hope that if i get to ski at revelstoke this year that it takes the number one spot but it might not so who knows
it'll be interesting to see. So just one more quick rundown. At In last place, we have Timothy. It is located uh, near 100 Mile House in northern BC. Then we have Harper Mountain. It's located in Kamloops, BC. Then we have Apex. It's located in Penticton, BC. Then we have Silver Star. It's located in Vernon, BC. Then we have Big White. It's located in Kelowna, BC. Then we have Sun Peaks. It's located in Kamloops, BC. So yeah, guys, thank you for listening so much. If there's any feedback you have on the episode or if you want to suggest ideas for future episodes, uh, head over to our Instagram or my Instagram, I guess, uh, OK underscore shred. Uh, shoot me a quick DM on there. Tell me you know, what you thought of the episode, what you'd like to see, and maybe a topic for future episodes. So yeah, you know, thanks so much for listening, guys. God bless.